0: Okay, and welcome to our Fate of Midgard game, Stranded in the Southlands. I am your game master, Porter, and tonight we have our regular players, Tiffany and Aaron. Aaron, how about you go ahead and introduce your character?
1: Hi, my name is Aaron and I play Eleanor Westergard. Eleanor Westergard is a beguiling magical slayer with the trouble of venom in my veins. Her other aspects include fantastical facades, Westergard family business, and Lady on a Mission. I also have two gear aspects, my Negative Energy Ward to help me in Paranu, and my Fancy Xena Whip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have
2: currently only two fate points. Woo-hoo.
0: All right, Tiffany.
2: I play Mira Barkridge. She is a well-meaning, eccentric, earthen enchantress. Mira does not kill. That is her trouble. Uh, her aspects are horticulture for hire, herbalist, hobbyist. She is the caretaker of the figs. And she also has just this anxiety and growing discomfort of missing her grove. And as we learned with Herix, it makes her a little explosive at sometimes, and maybe reveal that detail when she maybe shouldn't have. Uh, and her two gear aspects are the negative energy ward and the staff of summer flame.
0: Very nice. So, um, who would like to remind us of what happened last time?
1: I will do that. So, the whole point of last session was getting an audience with the God King. So, we tracked down Herricks at the... Um, oh I can't remember what was the name of the... The Drunken in- Ox. At the Drunken Ox... He entered with his two wraiths, and we proceeded to join him at his dinner table where he was eating... uh can't even remember what it was. It was, it was like a, eyeballs. It was a forearm. Marinated forearm. And he was oh.
0: plucking out the veins Oh, yes, I like remember. Spaghetti.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so we sat down with him, and after a lengthy conversation and some really good negotiations made by Mira, we were able to convince him that the value of one of the figs of eternal life would be well worth his while to set up our meeting with the god king. And uh, he agreed to that. Uh, however, right as he was about to agree, a group of vampires came in and went right for him. We got to see his wraiths in action as they m- made... Made off with the vampires and made good work of them, except for one of them broke through and almost took Herrick's out. However, I saved us. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, I, when he was dispatched, I uh, we didn't kill him, but I did Zorro, as uh, as Tiffany put it, I zorroed. A W into him, just so that everybody knows the Guards are back. We're back in business, and I am a lady on a mission. So um, I'm not sure what that's going to do with Lord Shazar, who, is who they were working for. But anyway, he got away, and um, yeah, we are set to have an audience with the God King in about a week.
0: With a fig
2: in payment upon... Delivery.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: Which brings the fig count to... Eight. Eight. Yes. We are down...
0: So you're at... You have nine, but one is spoken for. for. Yes. Okay. Very good. Okay. So, when we left off, you were at your hotel. You'd been getting a good feel for the city. And now you have roughly a week to kill in the City of the Dead. So...
1: To kill in the city of the Uh, dead.
0: Hey, (laughs) whatever whatever floats your boat. So would you like to just lay low for a week? Do you want to search out anything? Do you have any business you want to take care of?
1: Our main objective is the audience with the God King. But um, the necromancer Malfo also gave us that lead that... um, Oh my gosh, what was her name? Olafu. Olafu. Yeah, she is a Shadow Fae. Um, I don't expect anything huge from her, but I think it'd be really nice if we could just, one, meet a Shadow Fae, because I don't know that either of us have really interacted with the Shadow Fae before. And since we're going to be traveling the Shadow Roads and going to the Shadow Realm, it might be helpful to see if she can give us any insight into that place. And also maybe if she has any information about the moonlit Court. So I think... That is probably our
2: main target. Especially because it is precisely the Shadow Fey that have put the bounty on our heads and have sent out basically memos to everyone say they're the ones that have put the pursued tag on this whole mission. It's true. So well, anybody who gets insight into that world, we want to know more about the winter court. And we know kind of the political goings on between the kind of the, the rivalry and the whole politics of it all, but we need somebody on the inside to give us info because. Do we still. If, there, if someone's got our number, we want to know about it. Do we still have that
1: tag pursued or that aspect pursued on us? Is it sort of there I'm... just waiting to be invoked?
0: Yes. It's kind okay. of a constant throughout this campaign.
1: Okay. So it just will always be there until we kill the Moonlight King.
0: Basically, yeah. Okay. Yep.
1: Okay.
0: It's just a question of who.
1: Right. But we will always be pursued by someone. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So in that case, um, with the information that Malfo gave you about Olafu, it is not hard to find her. It takes some time because he didn't have precise information, but it's not hard. So I'm not going to make you guys roll for anything. Um, But eventually, and you also have lots of time. So time is kind of not an issue right now. So as you are spending time searching the city, trying to... You're mostly around the Great Square area because you know that... Her, her scribe shop is near the Great Square. So you have kind of an area of orbit. So you're kind of staying in this main central area of the city. You get exposed to a nice amount of the, the hubbub. I, is it fair to assume you're doing this during the day?
1: Yes. Yes, for sure. Okay. I don't think we're brave enough to go out at night. I think we probably sit by our window and watch at night. Mm-hmm. But... We don't go
0: out. So your your daytime excursions the, the majority of people on the street are humans, gnolls, and then a lot of folks in heavy cloaks. You don't see a lot of uh, you don't see a lot of brazenly uh, you don't see a lot of undead wearing it openly during the day. You're pretty sure that a lot of the people in cloaks that you see are probably Darakul or other more powerful forms of undead, but you have no way of knowing. They could be Shadowfay. They could be, well, they're probably not kobolds, because kobolds are small, and you you actually see a distinct lack of kobolds here. It's the first city you've been in that there are not, an over just a constant presence of kobolds kind of scurrying around everywhere. So that's a, one of the most notable changes. And there's a lot more knolls here than you saw, like, in Nuria. Purbaset has quite a few knolls, so I guess it's similar in that regard. Um. So, but you're definitely getting a feel for the city and the attitudes of the people here. It seems, as you're trying to gather information and get directions, and people here are here f- for work. They are here to accomplish something. And this is a place to either do their work or it's a place where they know they can make a lot of money off of the people doing their work. So it's in a very interesting city and it's very, uh, very academic and very, um, I know. It just has a very different tone from the other cities you've been in, a different pace.
1: I feel like when we were coming in here, I was expecting it to be a very ominous, very scary, almost like a horror movie kind of a city. But I just don't feel that anymore.
0: So the thing that... I, I think it's important to recognize that being around in day is one thing, and being out at night is a different thing. What you Every night that you're looking out your windows, you are pretty sure you see or hear and uh, some kind of violence happening. The nighttime is a scary thing. You have not been stalked in the streets, but you two also give off a presence of competence that, that the typical, you know, the, the typical human walking down the street is not going to give off.
1: They know we will wreck them. You are y-
0: yes. The two of you are like you are adventurers at the level uh, at the level that you two are at. Unless you are making a distinct effort to not to to be unprepared because you don't have all your gear, and also to be trying to like disguise yourselves in that way. Like you just give off a sense uh, of of danger and competence, especially Ooh. you. Especially Eleanor.
2: Good. And and is this because of, like, how we carry ourselves and the confidence with which we walk? Or is this having to do with our garb? Or because we've been in the city now a little while, has word kind of spread and it's like, oh, those must be the two? And it's like whispers.
0: Yeah, there might be a bit of of that last piece. Um, Eleanor moves like someone who knows her way around violence. There is a way that people who know how to fight carry themselves, and other people who also get in a lot of scraps see that and pick up on it, and they know you're not an easy mark. Mira, unless you choose to leave the house without your Staff of Four Seasons, you give off a pretty immediate sense of, oh damn, that's a magic user.
1: You know, I wonder if I ought to glamour the Staff of Four Seasons so that it doesn't look... Uh, so magic-y that maybe it just looks like a walking stick. Or or do you like that? Do you like
2: that According to what, I mean, according to uh, the vibe we're giving off, it doesn't seem to be doing us any disservice. I mean, I think if we do want to kind of walk in to somewhere where we don't want assumptions made, or maybe it'd be a good thing if we were underestimated, or if stealth was an issue, then Maybe we kind of, you know, shroud down the magic a little bit, but for now, I'm okay being intimidating.
0: No one has tried to randomly eat you yet. That's a big deal in the city.
2: That's a plus. I take it.
0: I think that's the point is so you guys have. So I, I, I do want to just adjust your perception of the city a little bit. For someone less competent than the two of you, it's an extremely dangerous place to be. You are you are um at this point mid-level adventurers like if we're okay if we're talking D&D you two are probably about 10th level or so like you are not someone to mess with oh. unless someone is very confident in their own abilities so um yeah it's okay. you are not to be taken lightly thus people don't mess with you under most circumstances
1: well, I feel pretty
2: cool now. You we we can just go do whatever we want, Paranu. Yeah, it sure beats us kind of scurrying about and per best Perbestet, being uh, underestimated I and thwarted know. at every corner. I That's
1: know. I like this.
0: <laughs> but don't uh, don't underestimate this city either. Is the is is my okay. point? Okay. So, cool. All right, so. Seeking out Olafu, you finally, after a bunch of asking around and a and a, and a bunch of um, kind of digging and at and uh, searching, you are able to you you arrive at a simple door along a wall of of uh, small uh, shop buildings, and you see her plaque hanging from the uh, or what's it the her shingle hanging from a chain. That has a quill and ink uh, in, uh, carved on it, and you're pretty sure this is uh, this is her place. So at this point, it is about um, it is about dinner time. You've been kind of out for the day.
1: Okay.
2: So we walk into her little shop.
0: Okay. So this there... is
2: now presuming, though, that when we are done with this meeting, it will be fully nighttime.
0: Correct. Yes.
2: Well, he did just tell us, you know. But we've also
1: not been a whole lot out at night, so. How far away is this from our inn? Like, how long, if we have a meeting, how long is it going to take for us to get back?
0: it's about a mile.
2: I mean, you haven't gotten to try out your. (laughs) What? You can walk with purpose. (laughs) Yeah, and
1: you've got that staff. We haven't really gotten to see its full power yet, so.
2: All right, let's do it. (laughs) I think we're feeling all very brave
0: now. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Let's take
2: an an evening meeting. Let's do
1: it. Hey, I think we get fate points for that.
0: You get fate points when it complicates things.
1: Oh, it's most assuredly going to complicate things.
0: (laughs) When it does, then you get a fate point. You can only fit so much into one night. All right. So um, you walk in the shop and it, there is a, it's a very tidy, small little lobby. Um, There's a lot of kind of writing supplies, paper, parchment, ink, quills, all the kind of, you know, uh, wax and and, uh, seals and all that kind of stuff that kind of goes along with the trade. Lots of empty books and then a, uh, a you hear from the end one moment pause takes a few minutes you're starting to wonder if like you should say something and then a a lady walks out and this is your first look at a shadow Fe. so she is slight um in uh, a little shorter than either of you. And she's rather thin and lithe. She has slate blue skin. So kind of a blue, uh, a a cool bluish gray. And she has very large almond shaped eyes that are bright purple. Um, She has black hair that is just thin um, down, uh, going down her hair or down her head and pulled back into a simple braid at the back of her head. And she has horns specifically antelope horns in her case. So they're straight with a uh, kind of a curly Q approach, two of them coming out of the sides of uh, her forehead. And she's wearing kind of a billowy gray shirt, um, That is uh, laced up the front and uh, black leather trousers and very comfortable uh, black leather uh, shoes. And she comes out and she is kind of brushing her hands off as she walks out to to greet you. Hello. How can I help you?
1: Hello. Olafu, I presume?
0: Yes, this is my shop
1: perfect um my friend and i we are here um not for your services that you provide in your shop but for your knowledge that you have of the shadow fae as i presume you have knowledge of them and of the shadow realm
0: her posture changes and her eyes her her eyes just barely sort of furrow um hmm I see I see it. Forgive me, what is your interest and
1: we can pay
0: very good, then, in that case, my rate is five gold an hour. please have a seat.
1: do we have five gold
0: <laughs> that's that's a reasonable professional services fee.
1: okay yes, we have five gold,
0: yes, it's upscale, but you guys have that you guys have that for a, a sit down and chat.
1: Okay. Perfect.
0: So she sits down and she looks at each of you as you're as you're kind of moving to the table. And um there's a s there's a small round table in the room. Then there are four chairs, so there'll be kind of one chair left open. And she almost as she moves, she's very it's very smooth. She all it almost feels like she's gliding. Um, to the chair and she looks at you. She's not like dreamily, like not paying attention, but there's a weird distance as she, as she kind of, as she looks at you and it's almost like she's half there. It's a little disconcerting, but she sits down and gestures, uh, widely with her hands. What would you like to know?
1: So this is out of character. Okay. Tiffany. Yes? I sort of think that we should pretend that we're bounty hunters looking for us.
2: (gasps) That's great. (laughs) Okay. I love that. (laughs) Clarification, we're not glamored, correct? No, but she doesn't know what we look like. She's possibly in cahoots with the one who knows exactly who we are, never having met us. We don't know what she knows of us. But but they don't know what we look like.
1: Maybe. Well, I don't know. I'm going to say we just go for it. We're level 10 adventurers.
0: <laughs>
2: well, we should not have started off the episode <laughs> with an ego boost. <laughs> um, I fun. mean... Sure. I I hmm. I'm almost willing to like have a little bit of small talk just to kind of get a sense of maybe her alignment, maybe the reason that she's hanging out in Perinu is because she's also been cast out of the Winter Court. Yeah. It okay. doesn't seem too kindly of the king out there and maybe be very happy to talk to us. Yeah. Maybe they're aligned, I don't know. Let's find out. But but I like the gambit and I'm I'm on it. I'm with
1: you. Okay, I like small talk, and then we'll we'll test the waters.
2: Yeah. Okay. Come here often, kind of thing.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> I don't know even how to start. Uh, you have a very impressive shop here. You've have you been in business for quite a while?
0: She looks around the room quizzically. Huh. My impression is it's quite small, but thank you. Yes, I've been in business for, hm, 150 years, I think it's been. It's been a while.
1: And how do you like the uh, uh, living or working in Perinu?
0: It's an odd city, but I've become fond of it.
1: Do you miss your home in the Shadow Realm?
0: Hmm. Hmm. At times. I miss... I miss the forests. It was very... It was very full. I enjoy the city. It's very energetic. It energizes me. I think that's what I like most about it. This is the only large city I've ever been to. I enjoy it. But outside the city is... She sort of gestures vaguely in the direction of beyond. It's very bleak. I miss the forest. There isn't much green here. But then again, the green... ...in my home is very... ...well, it's very grey. Everything is very... grey. This world is... ...so vibrant. So... ...exciting. So fast. Sometimes it's rather loud. And I don't like that. I like the quiet. I like... ...my peace. This is why I do what I do. But I miss my forest...
1: How long have you been away?
0: 150 years or so. Long time.
1: Do you talk to any of the other Shadow Fae?
0: No. I had a friend here with me a long time ago. He came with me originally. But he died. I think, yes, he was killed. It's a violent city.
2: I'm I'm terribly sorry from for your loss. Um
0: She shrugs as if it's like a half it's just not that it doesn't hit her that close anymore. You're definitely getting a sense that like everything like her whole demeanor is just kind of distant and faded.
1: I feel like if she does ask us about who we are, I totally think we can well, I don't know if she'll like us if we're bounty hunters. See, I
2: was, hmm, she said I miss my forest.
0: I did.
1: Like
2: my, my first inclination was like, well, I, I want to do something that is coming from a kind place in Mira's heart, but it totally might out us. Ah! Or at least might out me. Uh. Uh.
1: <laughs> I, I don't mean, we're only level 10. Don't get too excited. Ah. <laughs>
2: I mean, okay, we're clocked as mag- as capable magic users. I don't think this would be too out of character, so yeah, or at least out of assumptions that the public would make. So um, I'm going to do it anyway because I'm true to Mira. This is totally what she would do. From like the minute that she opened her mouth and said that, I uh, Mira um, say, you know, I'm, I'm I'm terribly sorry for your loss, and uh, from one appreciator. Of nature, from one nature lover to another, um, might I offer this to, to perhaps add some warmth. And I, I pull out like a, a seed, Uh um, and, uh, from, from one of my herbalism pouch. And I sort of like warmly kind of blow it up and grow it into like a little sprout in my hands. And I find like an empty, um, ink bottle that's probably rattling around nearby shelf. And I, give her a nice
0: little like potted plant she holds it and she as as you grow it there's a little and then as you hold it out she she takes a moment like wait like like a she kind of gives you a look of like really like i i get to hold it and then she slowly reaches her hands out and takes it and she hold, she brings it close and she sets it down on the table right in front of her. And she just sort of, with one finger, kind of just caresses the leaf that you've grown in a matter of minutes. And then she just sort of smells the, uh, the plant. What is it? Is it a flower? Is it a, 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 a shrub? Like, what is it?
2: It's it's like a fern, okay, like something that will do well in shad, like something that will do well in shade. Okay, so but it'll add, it'll add green, so it's not yeah. too you know, it's not too boisterous. It's just you know, adding a nice little potted plant to your desk. It's just sort of green and thriving and not needing as much maintenance. Oh, just
0: nicely done. Easy care. So she she kind of touches the little the the little fronds and she goes and and she says, Oh. <sighs> It warms us, which, and she, she just kind of places her hands on her hearts. I'll need to find a larger pot, I suppose. And then she looks at the two of you and, or she looks at you, Mira, and she smiles. And it's the, you get the sense it's the first time she's smiled in a very long time. And then she just puts her hands down on the table. So, what would you like to know about where I come from?
1: My friend and I will be embarking on a journey on the Shadow Roads. We've never been, and we thought that it would help if we found someone who knew anything of the shadow realm that may be useful to us we also know that there is a moonlit court and a moonlit king we know that there are tensions between him and another court and I'm wondering if you can tell us a little bit about the moonlit court
0: correction there is a there you go sorry there is a winter court that is ruled by the Moonlit King. I left the courts long ago. I was sent here as a, as a delegation when when my people were exploring, reestablishing contact in, in this side of things. Several of us were sent out to various cities... All around. We came here and I stayed. But the courts exist in a a balance of sorts. It's not a stasis, It, it rotates like the seasons rotate. And summer gives way to winter, gives way to summer again. But Summer holds holds most power. The Queen of Air and Darkness is is the undisputed ruler of my people. The Moonlit King is well was her consort and he ruled the other half but he's He's not her equal, and he never was. I'm sorry. It's been a... It's been a long time since I've been gone, and I, 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 I'm cautious to say something that might not still be true, but he was always a far second to her. Now, he, he's, of course, very powerful, and the winter court is very powerful when it is in power. But it's not a 50-50 split, if you get my understanding.
1: Do you know who would be in power right now?
0: No, I, there's no way to really know here. The, the, the timing was always somewhat unpredictable. You could feel the shift coming all around you. The world, the woods, or the forest, the the very fabric of the realm sh changed along with the the shift of power, but it wasn't something you could you could put on a calendar; it wasn't an appointment, but time passes so differently here and between there and and on this side of things that i I couldn't hazard a guess.
2: The moonlit king himself. Do you know of, we know where he stands interpersonally with, uh, with the summer court and, and where his romances lie and his sort of political power grapples. What do you know of him personally and of those who may be targets of his ire and their level of success in evading it?
0: Hmm. I don't know I've never I, I, I know very little I never met him I wasn't that close I've seen him from afar I will tell you that the winter court has a reputation I guess think you would say all of our people are very, I think the word you would use is scheming. There are, there are lots of manipulations, and the, the fabric of society is immensely complex, and there are many layers of interaction going on in any given conversation. But the winter court was known for being, well, cold, ruthless, and fierce among a people who are known by you, or your your, your kind, my kind are known for being, I'm told, cold and manipulative. So... You might say that the Winter Court lean into that side of our culture and our our approaches to things.
1: If somebody wanted to travel in the Shadow Realm, on the Shadow Roads and be undetected do you have any advice for how one would do that
0: travelling undetected would well it would work very similarly to how you would do it here you can move quietly you can hide through the forest you can use magic to be invisible uh, you there, there you can s- You can work with the forest to conceal your movements. It's very similar.
1: Can we chat about the forest? It seems that you you have a love for the forest, and it seems like you have a knowledge of that. And as you can see, my friend also has a love and knowledge of of uh, the forest as well. Is there anything that you might be able to tell us that could help us within the forest in the Shadow Realm?
0: You are planning to travel a Shadow Road, you said? We are. Stay on your Shadow Road. The roads. Well, they're not safe, but they're safer. And you will make much better time by staying on a shadow road. You can step off to, well, gather or forage or exp- explore is perhaps a, the wrong word, to look. But don't stay off for long, you might be left behind. Think of the shadow road like a like a river, where time and space flow a bit differently on the road itself. If one of you stayed on the road and the other one walked off into the forest for a long period, you might never find each other again. Stay together. And you must not be there very long or else the You'll find yourself being twisted or or turned or... Well, the, the darkness of the Shadow Realm soaks into you. Your people call it shadow corruption? I think that's a strong term. But you will find yourself changed. There's a reason, my people are like we are. There's a reason I behave the way I behave. And it's the prolonged effect of that realm.
1: Well, thank you very much. This has been extremely
2: helpful.
0: Why are you going?
2: We are trying to reach a destination. And our travels have brought us to seem that... The Shadow Realm is going to be the best way to get us there.
0: Ah. In that case, definitely stay on the road. Camp on the road if you can. And if you must camp off of the road, camp together. Know that if you light a fire, everything around will be drawn to it. It's a very cold place, and everything there is seeking warmth. And she caresses the little plant you gave her again.
2: Also... Does she... Sorry, do her eyes dart to the staff? We just had this conversation about the flame, the pilot light on the staff of Summer Flame. Does that... Does she look at that when she says that or does it like gather does it gain her attention at you know all?
0: actually yes it, it does it, it she she doesn't seem scared of it but like it it's something that she she just looks at regularly but whenever she's talking she's very good at like not good she's very focused when she talks so she her attention doesn't flit back and forth between the two of you she speaks at mira and then at some point, she distinctly shifts her attention and speaks at Eleanor. And occasionally, her her eyes will flick to the staff. But for the most part, she is very focused on one of you as she speaks at a time. The moments okay. when she looks at her, the moments she's not speaking to you.
2: Okay. But when she specifically says, don't light a fire in the Shadow Realm, does... Does she mean literally any fire, and does she insinuate that my staff is going to be a problem?
0: She does not insinuate that, but her eyes do look at the staff when she says that. Okay. Also, if you... If you can... If you find an area of light that will be safe for you there are groups around the around my realm known as the lantern keepers and they are they are spaces of light where somehow i don't know how light shines in like it does from your skies here and they are warm And they're ringed with powerful stones. And in their little villages... You will find daylight. And you... and it will... It will help you recover on your journey. Oh, something else I... Think perhaps is worth noting. Based on, she gestures to the plant. Your love of... of plants... Oh, perhaps your appreciation. I don't want to presume she's... You can tell she's afraid she might have just offended you by overstating your emotions.
2: Oh no, a deep and abiding love. Do go on.
0: She nods gratefully. Know that things look very similar to a forest that you might have seen here on this side of things. Not this far south. The world, the the, the land down here is much more harsh and, and barren. But I understand that lands up north are very similar. Large ancient trees, thick undergrowth, large game animals. You should know that they are similar. They look similar. They are perhaps analogs of each other, I believe is the word. There there has been ink spilt on the ideas of the reflective connection between my side of things and, and this side of things, but no one's really sure, but you should know they are not the same. Be careful what you consume, and it's generally safe to assume that everything is trying to kill you.
2: So all through that description, Mira's heart was in her throat, her eyes were huge, (laughs) and holding her breath, and then in an instant, deflated. (laughs) Just this, like, little glimmer of hope, and just, like, even just, like, the dose of familiarity, like, possibly, maybe even, oh, no. And then, in all <laughs> your
1: grove is me. going to try to kill you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think you'll like the lantern keepers if you find them. They're very warm. So watch for them. I don't know if you'll find any on your journey. They're very cautious. They can't be out in the open. They are hunted, they are pursued but they fight back against the darkness of my realm.
2: Pursued by whom, exactly?
0: Oh. The darkness of the Shadow Realm is... vast. And it's... well, it's alive. I'm not sure how... what other word to use. The Shadow Realm is... alive. Alive. And it hungers. So there are things that are, well, very frightening, unpleasant things. Shadow forms and shapes and creatures that are given shape by it. That go out to feed and seek warmth. The Lantern Keepers fight a a desperate battle. I don't know why they do it. But they are warm.
2: And the the winter and summer court, do they have dominion over these shadow forms, or... No. Is
0: there their is power something.
2: in these open spaces is not far-reaching. Their contacts, maybe, but their dominion, no.
0: As powerful as the Queen of Air and Darkness is, she does not rule the shadow realm. It is bigger than her. It is more than her. And against it, even she is small.
2: If someone who may be threatened by this power and may be looking to harness it would be making a possibly overreaching grab or grapple at some desperate attempt over dominion over this power.
0: Oh, many try, many, many try. Many of my people practice shadow magic. It is our birthright. I myself have some small talent, but I merely grasp some of it and craft the shadow. Her fingers are sort of touching and moving and sort of like imagining molding clay and you see a dark a black inkiness start taking shape and uh, as she sort of like plays with it almost like play-doh I can form it or shape it and craft it into useful things and she's sort of teasing the shape out into a uh, out into a a narrow spike sort of like a, a black icicle and give it physical form. And then she quickly as a blur holds the thick end and jabs the pointy end into the table. And then she lets go of it and it, it like poofs and just disappears into mist. But I have a very, a very minor ability. There are those who are much more powerful and there are those on this side who have tried to learn. How to control the shadow? Invariably, it twists them and leaves them cold.
2: Forgive my possible offense and intrusion, um, but your your people seem very powerful and and capable, and only a fool would cross them willingly, um, especially one of the uh, native to this plane. If one were so desperate, what makes the Shadow Fae vulnerable? Or what are they vulnerable to?
0: Iron. Cold iron. iron. We hate it. We don't use it. We use mithril, silver, highly, highly formed... Metals that remove the cold from the iron. We don't use iron.
1: I definitely have my vampiric dagger that I'm pretty sure is made of iron. Good to know.
2: Meanwhile, I have the Wintercourt dagger that is just itching in my pocket that I'm debating if I even want to show her. Let's do it, let's see what happens. So could you possibly glean as to what material this is made of? And if you'd be so kind as to take a look. And I present it Mm. in the most non-threatening, like, academic artifact. Not, you know, I'm not even holding the handle. I'm presenting it on two open palms.
0: Sure. She looks at it. She looks up at you. That's ice.
2: Ice itself? As in water?
0: She shrugs. More or less, and she looks at the hand. She holds up the handle. Ah, this is bone. But this, and she taps the blade, that is ice, and ice. It won't melt. Has it melted? You carried this through the desert, I assume. It didn't melt, did it? No. She sets it down. It's ice. Ice is so very. She doesn't,
2: sharp. she doesn't like super recognize it. She's not like, oh, where did you get this? This is
0: just. It's one of her people. Like, she she obviously. She, she knows it's her people's. She's not okay. freaked out that you have it.
1: We are okay. asking a lot about the the shadow realm and stuff. It might make sense that we have
2: right, but we said we've never been there before, yeah. and I'm yeah. just curious if she finds it interesting that we just produced something from her homeland and we're saying we've never been there before. And we plan to go.
0: She does look at you and then go. And then uh, she, so she sets it down on the table. She's saying, talking about ice and she looks at you and have you met one of my people before this?
2: Not directly. However, this is part of our uh, purpose of our visit as we are looking to gain any Knowledge that may help us should we encounter uh, any one of your people uh, along our journey.
0: Hmm. Yes, these are, she gestures, the daggers or, sorry, weapons like this are not common, but they are not rare either. Ice crafting is, is a, a technique that is well known and appreciated and respected by my people. And ice is very strong. And it's once you shape it, it's not hard to make it permanent. It wants to stay permanent. It's an... It's a... It's not a far reach. It's not like trying to make a permanent wall of fire. Fire doesn't want to stay in in place. Ice does. And our people use ice quite a bit. It's very useful.
2: Well, you've you've been incredibly helpful. Thank you so much for your insight. And I'm like I pocketed away and. keep that in mind. This dichotomy of weaponry that I now possess.
0: (laughs) And she again just sort of strokes the fern. If that's all you wanted to discuss, she looks at you. There's no charge. This is payment enough.
2: May we call again? Should be... Should we have any further questions while we're in town?
0: That would be very acceptable.
1: This is one of the few encounters that the person likes us <laughs> in the end.
2: Let's just Yeah, that know. we leave things yeah. better than we walked into. Yes.
1: To the door. This doesn't happen often. Thank you very much. You have been you have been extremely helpful.
0: I wish you the best on your travels, and I hope you don't die. You seem very pleasant.
2: And as we make our way out the door, I pick up a nearby quill that I identify to be made of wood, and I gently stick it in its nearest ink pot, and a little orange flower blooms out of the top.
0: Aww.
2: We don't have to do this now, but based on what she said about fire and ice and how they each sort of have their state um, and how forlorn she seemed about missing the warmth of the forest. I now have like this extra double grudge about the Moonlit King. And I think I'm with this insight. I think my sort of focus is fate is going more to him. And I'm like, the more and more I hear about this guy, the more I just like him. <laughs> and I and and the bar was set pretty low. Um, I am, you know, I don't bring a whole lot of iron to the table, um, but I I am curious to see what my sort of magically imbued fire can do against say ice magic,
0: uh-huh.
2: and so. I like the fact that we have the Wintercourt Dagger itself, but I want to see, if, like, while we're having maybe our downtime in the evenings in our room, I want to see if I can, like, affect it or damage it or melt it or mm. if I can use my magic to make Fey Ice vulnerable yeah. in any way. Sure. I like that experiment.
0: Yeah one one thing i want to call out too, about your your debt da- about your dagger is so there's iron and that s- steel is much more refined oh so um there i i do want to make it clear that like highly refined steel is not going to have the same effect
1: i think that while we are here we should go seek out some Iron yeah, daggers or sword or something. Like, I think we should have some iron weapons.
0: Yeah. hmm It's cruder, it's heavier, it's not as good as steel, but the Fae don't like it.
1: Yeah, I think that we definitely go get some of that since yeah. we know.
0: So...
2: As well as some iron in its raw form, and uh, possibly more discreet forms, like a vial of iron filings... Ooh, that could be yes, discreetly like, like with subterfuge. Yes.
0: Okay. All right. So we we'll we'll kind of sort through some of those preparations in a in a bit. Um, let's uh, let's get to the day. So. Um,
1: so we got home fine in the dark.
0: You did, you did. Um,
1: Level ten adventurers, baby. <laughs>
0: You, As you're heading home in the dark, it's a lot creepier. There's a lot of... You, you're starting to see people take their hoods off in the dark. And you're starting to recognize Darakul when you see them. But you also see some much weirder, creepier stuff. Like more unique um, undead. You see someone that is a straight up... The skull with fiery eyes come uh in place of their head. You also see a snake people that you've never seen before. Very few cat folk almost never see those, but the and as you're at night, you've also had a you you start seeing a lot more of the ephemeral undead, so you see actual ghosts flying around the city. And in fact, on your walk home from Ulafu's, you find yourself strolling behind a ghostly couple walking arm-in-arm. Arm. Um, possibly out on a date? Hmm. And they're just kind of going the same direction you are for a while, and then you sort of part paths. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff going on here.
2: Increasingly weird than we have seen out our window thus far, or is this just, like, a closer look because we're kind of... It's a
0: closer look now that you're down on the street level. Okay. Yeah.
2: So not, like, as time goes on, more and more weird stuff shows up because we're getting closer to to town hall at the at the palace correct this is just a closer look that we've seen
0: yes okay. yes um, as you're walking back actually we'll
1: maybe Ve- I shouldn't have asked anything
0: <laughs> you Don't hear Don't a... feed
1: him prompts for trouble i'm sorry we'll get Unless bay points. Get points bay points
0: as yep. you're walking you hear a Hey. Hey. Human ladies, hey, psst, human ladies, over
2: here. Oh,
1: okay. And off
0: on an alley, you see a, you see a, uh, a dark form, kind of wrapped in, looks like a beggar, wrapped in rags, kind of hunched over a bit, henny. Come here,
1: we don't get close. we just sort of look.
0: you you're the ones who tangled with the Shazerites last week, right?
2: Possibly what can we do for you? oh, oh,
0: oh, oh boy, that was uh that was something. that was something.
1: Wait, who were the Shazerites?
0: That's so remember, Lord the Shazar. Ba- the oh, vampires. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. One of you, uh, which, which one, his, his eyebrows waggling, which one to use? the Westerguard <laughs>
2: no. It depends on who wants to know.
0: Hey, you know what they say. The enemy of my enemy could be my friend, Huh? 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 I looked long... Eleanor
2: like, <laughs> he invoked your name. This is your honor. I you get know. to uh, ignore or acknowledge. It's I know. I don't know what to do. Uh, who
1: wants to know if the Westerguards are here?
0: How long have you been in this city?
1: Long enough, apparently.
0: <laughs> well, How much do you know about the local bloodsuckers?
1: To be honest, not much.
0: All right. All right. How about I give you the lay of the land?
1: And who are you?
0: I'm a information broker.
1: Sure, Mr. Information Broker. Go ahead. (laughs)
0: <laughs> My name is Sal. Come, come, come.
1: I mean, I feel like I should get a fate point because he's in—he's trying to get us to chat, and uh, he invoked the Westergard family business, and we're taking him up on that.
0: Sure, sure. I'll—I'll I'll take that. Uh...
1: And I know it's going to get us into trouble, <laughs> so I just feel like I get a fate point.
0: <laughs> Here you go. Yay! All right. So, in this city, you got two groups of bloodsuckers. You've got the Shazerites following Lord Shazar. And then, you've got the Nesferati. They work with Duke Nesfra. The Shazerites are the, they're the, well, the upper, upper class, upper crust. They're a lot more, well, Proper They're pretty. The Nesfra, well They look like me. Now that you guys are close to him, he's a bit hunched over. His features are very um gaunt, not terribly unlike the Dara Cool, except for there's no like big pointed ears. It's not it's still he still looks human but he's um A lot more, um, sunken and, uh, a bit deformed. You notice his fingers are like quite long. His face is like elongated. And as he's talking near, uh, as he's talking, Eleanor, you can see undeniably two fangs. So the Nesferati are more like, well, they're more like me. And he smiles showing off his fangs. They glitter in the light. We tend to not get the nicer things. Anyway, these two groups. They like to wrestle over territory. They like to wrestle over business. And uh, they're two of the major powers in the city. So my question. Is uh, what are you what are you ladies doing here? Are you looking for trouble? Cause uh, trouble might be looking for you.
1: Are you referring to the other night when the Shazarite thugs uh, burst into an establishment and almost ruined one of our business deals? Because that was not us looking for trouble, that was them.
0: He shrugs. Somehow, I don't think anyone held a knife to your throat and made you carve a, carve a W into a buddy's chest. Right? That was a choice. The way they're looking at it, that was an act of war. You could have just let them kill Herrick's. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, you know.
1: And I'm just saying, you know, you never tangle with a Westergaard. You know what happens when you tangle with one, and that is what happens.
0: Well, I do now. Listen, I don't, I'm not here to, I'm not here to threaten you. I don't, I am a Nesferati, but I don't particularly well. I don't run with them. I have my own hustle.
1: And so what is it exactly that you are trying to to get out of us here? We are here on a business like everyone else in this city.
0: Absolutely. I'm doing my own business. I just wanted to know what you're about.
1: <laughs> what we're about... What we're about is we're about on our own business. That does not concern you.
0: That it doesn't. If you want to walk along, you go right ahead.
1: I I guess, sir, I'm having trouble. I I don't know what it is that you want from us.
0: I don't want anything. I got what I wanted.
2: As a shrewd (laughs) businessman, as you clearly seem to be, as an information broker, you know the value of your business. You've clearly gotten what you wanted out of us. What value is it to you? You know,
1: Mira. If he's already gotten what he wants. I don't know that I want him to have that. And if that's information. He certainly didn't ask permission, did he? No, he did not. And I don't like that.
0: <laughs> he starts kind of. Backing away into his dark alley. Listen, ladies, listen, listen. Uh, I just wanted to know. Exactly. You
1: You wanted to know because you're going to tell someone to get money. I don't like that. And I go and I'm going to charge him and um, Ah! (laughs) I'm going to put my hand, well, I'm going to try, to my hand on his throat and, like, kind of, you know. To slam him against the wall. Well, I want right. to make sure that he does not tell anybody.
0: So he goes off, scurrying straight no, up the no wall. No,
1: he doesn't. We're rolling. Well,
0: yes, that's what he's going to try and do. He is going to turn and run.
1: Okay. Well, this is fast.
0: Yep, this is definitely fast.
1: Shoot! Shoot!
0: Shoot! So he is. He's got a. Five okay. and he is moving with um at heroic scale.
1: Okay, well I'm gonna uh yes. Yeah. <laughs> My fast is a two, mm-hmm. which means I'm at a zero. So I just kind of want to re-roll that whole thing. So that fate point that I got for the Wester guide, I'm sure. gonna pay that. Um I'm gonna re roll. Okay. So, he's got a he's got a 5.
0: A 5 plus a 1 for heroic scale. What? So he he's got a
1: 6. Oh, shoot. Okay. Well, that was not good. I have a 0 on the dice. I have a plus 2. Um, if I push my limits with my stunt,
0: that's that's your illusion magic. That does not apply to this action.
1: Okay, what about thirsty? You could definitely
0: use thirsty. Go right ahead.
1: So I'm gonna need to do two of those to tie.
0: Mm. Um. So just to be clear, if you bring if you use thirsty, you start operating at heroic scale. So that so you're that takes that off the table for him. So you'll he'll still be at a five. Just to, just want to do okay. about
1: that. Okay, so I'm gonna do. I'm gonna mark two bot two of my boxes. Great. I've only got five boxes, so I'm yep. marking two of them, which is gonna put me at a six. Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So he turn. You come at it. Oh,
1: I'm gonna pause. I didn't tell you what aspect mm. I was using in order to do that. Oh, that yes. Thing. So that is gonna be venom in my veins.
0: Sounds good. So Eleanor goes, a almost as full of vampires you've seen her, Mira. She. Dashes forward with inhuman speed as he turns and tries to scurry up the wall with inhuman speed. However, you get right, you grab right at the back of his collar as he's going up. You have a bit of a jump to do it and you tear him down to the ground.
1: And I'm going to hiss in his face. Okay. Not showing fangs all the way, but definitely an inhuman noise so okay. that. I want him to know okay. that this is not a normal Westerguard. This is a leveled up Westerguard.
0: All right. I feel like that could be bold or brutal. Your choice.
1: Brutal.
0: Okay. I have a better score <laughs> than brutal. <Okay>. Difficulty two.
1: <laughs> These dice suck.
0: They do suck, dang. They
1: suck. Wait, what? what am I rolling for? To hiss?
0: To cow him.
1: Well, I've already caught him.
0: This is a different action. You've is, got... the sent.
1: Yeah, oh, is the
0: message set. Oh, well, then let's this use the another turret.
1: fate point. Okay. Lady on a mission.
0: Lady on a mission.
1: I'm going to change my dice. dice. That'd be a two.
0: Okay, so that is a... That ties, so... um.
1: That's going to get a message He It gets across. the message,
0: and he is... So he's on his back... He is cowering. He is going to, um, so you're standing over him, your legs kind of straddling him. He's going to try and wriggle through your legs and try to run.
1: And two fate points, Mr. Williams. Freaking (laughs) two fate points.
0: You're, you're, okay. He is terrified of you.
1: Right. I just want him to like stop for a second.
2: At this point I wheel around the the staff of four seasons and I point the flame directly in his face while he's down.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Okay. All right. We'll we'll let that be an a we'll we'll let that be an aid to your intimidation roll there.
1: Oh, okay. Yes.
0: So that'll be a plus 1 which makes it so we'll just call that a solid win then. I like that. So, he's on his back, you're hissing. You blast some flame, and he sits there. Okay, okay, okay. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want?
1: We want to know who, what is your side hustle? Who do you talk to? What are you doing with this information about us?
0: I talk to everybody, anyone who's got Well, that's pay. a
2: problem, isn't it, Mira? A very big problem that we could very easily make go away for us. <laughs> Mira. Uh, <laughs> I <love that>. She's <laughs> all getting big talk
1: With the I do not kill We're gonna make you go away uh, <laughs> One way or another <laughs> Anyway
2: Continue You doesn't have to die, I just has to shut up <laughs> <laughs> Well
0: So what are you he, Well I asked him
2: a question
0: What was your question? Sorry <laughs> A lot happened there
2: who wants to know?
0: Oh, oh, and oh.
2: Who does he think he just got out of the information yes. from us that he thinks he's going to make a buck off of? Yeah. Or benefit from in some way. I
0: I was going to be playing both sides. I promise I'm not I'm not working for one side or the other. I said it's a I, I'm a side hustle. I go I I was trying to figure out if you guys were actively working or, or I was trying to figure out if you were actively Trying to take on one of the groups.
1: Hmm. So, this no means... one
0: knows what you're about here.
1: And no one is going to know what we are about.
0: His eyes get really wide. What do you mean?
1: I'm gonna pull out my dagger. My vampiric dagger that I have out of my boot. Okay. And I'm, I want him to see it, so okay. that he sees the crest. I don't know if that's going to mean anything. He sees to him. it,
0: doesn't? No, no flicker of recognition for him. Oh,
1: well, what are we going to do about this to keep you silent? Uh. I don't even know if we can keep him silent. If we leave, how do we know?
0: I'm, I'm really bad at keeping silent, but
1: well, there I, could,
0: go. I could, I could. I could say something else. Mira. Is there something you want them to hear? Mira. What do you want them to hear? What do you want them to hear?
1: I want you to be quiet. Mira, what do you have in your bag? Do you have anything that will take away his voice?
2: Ooh. Oh, I got some... I got some pretty irritating... Sorry, this is me out of character, like, thinking about my inventory. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I could... I could produce something that would make, speaking of any kind, quite unpleasant for you for a very long time. Let's do that, Mira.
0: He is going to try and buck you off, and he is going to make a break for it.
2: Okay. Or, or, we could just agree that this interaction... Never
0: Sorry, took place. sorry, Mira. The, the 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 he he is at, he is moving. He is not listening. Okay, that's it. Okay, yep, time to He is moving. Over, you right. guys. He is convinced that you guys are going to do something awful to. We him. are going to do so, something awful. Yes, to he is, him. He is not just going to sit there and let you do something awful to him. So I he, might carve
1: a W into him as well.
0: Right. He's pretty sure something awful is going to happen. So he's yeah. he's making his move. Okay. So, um, he is trying to throw you off of him. Okay. So I'm gonna brutally brutal. hold him down. Okay, so brutal on brutal.
1: Brutal on brutal. <laughs>
0: okay. Three. I have a two, and you are we since you used your thirsty, you're we're still at we're you're continuing at heroic scale. Um so you win. I am going to pay one of my oh these are mine. I am going to pay one of my fate points.
1: I only have one left.
0: Oh, I guess two of those are mine. Yeah, I think those are yours. Um, he is going. I'm going to use one of my fate points because that will give him a lead on you by one. Okay. So, uh, are you going to change that?
1: I don't want to use my last fate point. Yeah. Can Mira
2: aid me? Or can I assist? So. if I did something drastic.
0: How are you... So that, that, that was... How are you doing so?
2: So, he is trying to get away. She's trying to maintain hold. And he's slipping through.
0: He is, throw, he is trying to throw her off of him.
2: Okay. So...
0: This is fairly physical.
2: Okay. So, I am holding the staff flame-side down at his face. If I see him lurching forward with sort of his full body weight and I shove down and the fire end ends up in his eye, he would stay down?
0: No, he's pretty... He knows he's in trouble. You can fry him. He's still going to go. So you can Ugh. you can have your own attack on him. That's not going to change the results of this So is he
1: basically here. just going to get away? No.
0: Th- he kicks his hip and throws you to the side. And gets on his feet. Mira, you can totally have a bit of a fry on him while while he's doing so. Um, yeah. But so he is up on his feet and about to start dashing.
2: Okay. So um, yeah, I'm just gonna blast him with a fireball and see if that
0: go for affects
2: it. him anyway. I don't know. I don't know enough about vampire powers to know if like
0: they burn. They would
2: stop at the site. They do burn. Okay, well, we'll see. Uh,
0: no. I did not roll well.
2: Oh, neither did I! Oh, it's a minus one!
0: <laughs> um, he's at a zero. Uh, you're both- your staff is, uh, that- bo- you both are at heroic scale, so that's a wash. So, what did you have, sorry? Um,
2: oh, that wasn't a ranged attack. Um...
0: It's pretty much always considered a ranged attack. It's just in your same zone. Okay. It's a close mm. blast kind of thing.
2: So, I guess, is really a free fireball, or am I using my once perception, once per session boosted fireball?
0: Ooh, yeah, that's, that's your, uh, that's a question.
2: Yeah. I don't think he's worth your once per session. No, he's
1: not, like, attacking early. us. We're attacking him. Yeah. The worst thing that's going to happen is he's going to go tell people and, We'll have later yeah. consequences. All I right. think it's fine. I think we'd let him go. All right. He knows we mean business. I mean, because you definitely still shot a fireball out, right? Like, totally. A message of some kind definitely yeah. landed. The question is yeah. our outcome. <laughs> as long as we're not burning down markets, I think we're okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, so, wait, what did you actually end up with?
1: Oh, no. What did you. Markets are
0: going to burn. One. No, no. You got a negative Sorry, negative one or one?
2: Negative one. Negative one. No, my okay. brutal is zero. My brutal yeah, is yeah.
0: fully zero. Okay, cool. And, uh... So he only gets... A, he only himself only gets a zero. So, uh... But that's good. So you blast your fireball and he barely, while he's running, ducks and it hits the wall behind him and he's, like, covering up with his arms as the fl- as the flame kind of roasts his sleeves. Um, and he is screaming for a wall to head up. Do you want to try and make a, and make a, you can still get him. Okay, it's sure. It's going to be a, it's yeah. going to be a go.
1: Yeah, I'll do it fast. Okay. A quick grab. That's a three.
0: Okay. He is a four.
1: Okay. I'm not going to use my last fate point on him. Okay. I think it's fine. We're not going to be here that much longer. <laughs>
0: So he goes scurrying spider climbing straight up a wall and you leap up and you grab and you grab the the cuff of his pant um, and you think you have him, but then it tear The cloth is just so bad that it just tears <laughs> away and he, sc- he sort of squawks, um, but then he gets away up the wall and uh, disappears over the side and you hear his footsteps um, on the rooftop and then he's gone. Okay. okay.
2: Well, that probably could have gone a little more delicately, but I i feel like we still handled ourselves well. I agree. And
1: I don't think this night is a complete loss. Olafu was quite taken with you
2: and your plant. I, I try to help where I can. It seems our reputation is starting to precede us. And so I try to smooth things over when I can. And I, I think the Westergaard family name lends itself one way or the other. But clearly, we are not to be messed with. Hmm. It's
1: true. I do worry just a little bit if there's two feuding vampires uh, groups. And they both don't like the Westergaards. I'm actually not quite sure what my family did after I left or what their actual legacy is so I don't know. I don't know if if or what the Westergaard name means to them but I definitely think we should keep our eyes open and I think we should make a strong show of force. There's only two of us and there's a lot more of them. We need to make them think that we are very big and very scary,
2: <laughs> or just be so when when called upon. Exactly, exactly. Which we are. <laughs> do you know? Do you know of vampire groups to to have feuds with one another, as as these two dichotomous groups seem to be? Oh yes, it's Is that in their way?
1: It's very common, yes. They're like animals. They just want to have their territory. They go and they try to market and then they get very territorial and then they fight. They're no better than than feral feral canines or feral cats. It's just it's just the way that they are. Um, however, I don't know about these groups. We were never in this area. We were so far north that I have—I really don't know about about these particular vampires.
2: Well, I think what we learned the other night is we don't want to insert ourselves in the midst of any conflict we don't have a part of. We have enough conflict of our own. Exactly. Um, the and- Shadow Realm
1: is actually looking like a holiday. More and more appealing.
2: <laughs> we should be we should be more mindful and purposeful about the use of your name. Yes. You're right. Wielding such power must be done purposefully.
0: Yes.
1: And with that we head off to our inn.
0: Alright, so you back at your place and now uh getting to the day before your audience with with the god king it's evening you've gotten back to your uh to your home after whatever you've done for the day
1: searching out iron
0: yeah whatever yes so there will there's probably some some provisioning going on um but it's now kind of your home, safe for the evening. And there's a knock at your door.
1: Uh-oh. Our glamour
2: door. Is it still glamorous? Have we been glamouring it? I mean, I don't know if we had an ongoing aspect on the door, but you definitely said that last time that we... You glamored the door as if it didn't exist so that it was just a bare wall. Yeah, I guess. But right now it's not glamored. That's fine.
0: All right, cool. So there's a knock at the door and it sounds very, it's slow, but polite.
2: Mm, do you want to get it or do I get it? I want to talk through the door without opening it. <laughs> okay. Who is it?
0: silence and the same polite slow knock repeats
2: please state your business
0: silence and the same slow knock repeats
1: uh i'm got <sighs> i've got my whip kind of you know feeling for it uh, should I veil us and like, then we can open it
2: up? I, I don't know if that would, well, yeah, cause I guess that would effectively be like hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna veil um, us to make us. I work. am, I am poising ours, at least I am poising my body in between the door and where I know the figs are stashed. Oh, you don't have them on your person right now. Okay. Whoa, oh, right. Cause, yeah, because we're in, we're the in our room. Under the bed.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, you're right. Okay. I'm going to veil us so that okay. we're invisible. Go ahead.
0: Oh. oh. It's a four minuses on the dice. Oh. So this is either going to go horribly wrong or oh, you need to spend your fate point. Okay, on I'm
1: going to spend my fate point. We don't want a bad magical thing. No. So, Fantastical Facades, this is what I yep. do. sure. Yep. Okay. Much better. So, that's going to be a three.
0: Okay, that is good enough to Whew. do this. So, you both get veiled. And the. Okay, then does one of you open the door? Or are you just waiting? What happens?
2: I think you can. Yeah, open I think the door. if I'm standing guarding the the figs, I'm like. So are we? Are do we have to be like? Is it like the cloak of invisibility? Do we have to be like physically close to one another to both be veiled? Um, or is our room is our room just close you, enough?
0: You you need to, to be you need to be like adjacent to each other. You can't be on okay. like opposite sides of the room.
2: Okay, so yeah, I mean we we're like close enough that like I'm in between Eleanor and the figs. Okay. So I'm opening the door.
1: Yes? Oh, wait. Yes. I okay, so. okay.
2: Yeah, I can open the door.
0: All right. So you open the door. Standing in the door is one of the dead. You recognize them as in the capital D, the dead from per Bastet.
1: Wait, the dead? Remember, oh.
0: remember all the undead servants walking around the city that were like <gasps> sort of zombie-ish? That, like, serve the city.
1: Oh, yes. That
0: all return to Meskenet's pyramid.
1: Oh, yes. And there's one of those here?
0: One of those is standing at your door. She is withered, tight, gray skin sunken against all of her face, her her arms, like her eyes are deeply sunken. She's dressed in a simple white linen dress. Her eyes are... Cloudy, And she's just staring straight ahead. And her hands are bony and dry with black nails. And she has a little package in her hands. And you also notice that she is not touching the ground. She is ever so slightly floating. Just barely. She doesn't see you. But when the door opens, she... Floats forward silently with her little package, go f- to uh, finds a table in the room, sets it down, her hands just go down to her side, and then she turns in the air, and floats out of the room.
1: We are not breathing this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not breathing.
0: exits the door. When she passes the door, she turns and floats down the hallway. Presumably heading towards the stairs.
1: I kind of poke my head out to watch her.
0: Okay. Do you want to follow her down to the street and see what...
1: Not really. Well, she, she's going
0: <laughs> Then the last you will see is she float... Is her floating down the stairs. We're gonna and- look out the window. Okay. So you hear a... You hear a... Uh, down in the... In the, the... The lobby below. You hear a... E- um... Excuse... Oh... Uh, oh my... And then a door. And she... And she's gone. And then out through your window, you see her float out onto the street and she turns and holds her arms up into the air and then she takes off flying fast in the direction as the crow flies to perbestet
1: wait like she like lifted into the air and then flew like
0: she ta- she takes off at the speed of your flying carpet so-
2: Oh Over, this I didn't is know they could do that. I didn't know they could do that
1: either.
0: They can't from anything you have known. Oh, I wish no. people could see their see your faces right now. Ah,
1: okay, so
2: we close the door. <laughs> We've got this box. Describe the box. What exactly is this package? Is it's it like a burlap and ver- twine, or is it gilded and jeweled?
0: It's. <laughs> it is wood. It is wrapped in pure gold ribbon. Tied in a precise, perfect little bow, and it's sealed with wax around the edges.
1: A bow. With wax?
0: Well, sorry, the box is sealed with yeah. wax and yeah, then yeah, wrapped yeah. with a bow.
1: Right. So it looks like a little present.
0: Like a little present.
1: Oh, no. This is going to be something really grisly. I am so afraid. From from Pervestet, from Mishkanet. Who we have yet to meet in person. I know, we haven't pissed her Margaret off yet. He... We haven't done anything to her. Wait, what? we didn't do except
2: exist <laughs> no she was the the wear tigers
1: yeah oh no okay i get out in my dagger we got to see what's in the box oh this is this is going to be I mean we can't
2: just we can't just leave the box Okay, but here's, hmm, if it's some kind of, like, Pandora's box, I don't know what she's know. capable of, <laughs> I don't know that, like, she's going to open, it and it's going to be, like, like, full of, like, you know, a big, smoking, screeching explosion that alerts our location or something. It's, like, opening. But she already whatever.
1: has our location. She found
2: us. Fair. <laughs> Okay. I mean, it couldn't get a whole lot worse. And she sent somebody a whole lot more peaceable than the last envoy. So Right.
1: Maybe this is a peace offering. (laughs) Maybe this is a, okay. Maybe maybe she wants to be friends. Maybe she's like, wants to employ us. Maybe she has, maybe our grandeur has reached her, that we are now level 10 adventurers and she's ready to employ (laughs) us in her service. (laughs) We're going to take, we're going to take the were tiger's place. (laughs) Be her bounty hunters.
2: Oh, God. Well, remember, they were indentured. So I oh, don't think she hires anybody it's necessarily. True. It's true. Um, But sure. Um, We got to open it. Okay. Yeah. We Kay, open I it. Get the... I'm just trying to see if there's any kind of like protection or defense we can put <laughs> up like like a like a, a bomb defusal robot, like something else <laughs> that can open this that we don't need to do. Des- okay. I'm getting it. the
1: dagger out. I'm slicing the ribbon, slice the ribbon,
0: okay, does not explode and the wax
1: seal. <laughs> okay, now I got the wax seal cutting the wax seal open,
0: so inside
1: oh I open it now
0: is okay. a simple little um scroll tied with ribbon, like a tiny little piece of paper wrapped in a neat little scroll. There is a large about that big blue gem cut in a uh, in a rectangular step cut so that you can like set it on a flat surface so it has like two very flat sides and then some very nice angles and it's glowing Ooh. with a very lively inner light and then there's a very small little part pa- smaller package wrapped in wa- of wax paper
1: so there's a scroll a gem and then a smaller package yes okay well let's read the scroll Okay. Yeah.
0: You open the scroll and on the scroll it says the words say in and then in quotes show me.
1: Okay. Think
0: Alice in Wonderland.
2: Yeah. Eat me. Mm-hmm. Jeez, show me.
0: So it says I'd... say show me.
2: I think we should open the package. Before we say the words, okay, okay, so we open the little package,
0: so you open the little package, and Mira you see what you immediately recognize as the as a golden a fleshy golden slice of one of your figs. <gasps> Both hands are on her face.
1: (laughs) A fleshy golden slice of a fig? Yep.
2: Who've we given the figs to? That's precisely the list I was just consulting. Okay, we've given three. You know exactly where my mind went. Okay, we've given one to the merchant.
0: Tomlin. potions
1: and your whip. Yep. Tomlin has one. The the artificer for the wards and Tomlin. And Malfo.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yes. Yes.
1: yeah. Malfo, Tomlin, and One of merchant. those three. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I feel like we need to do the
2: show, maybe? Okay. In, in a momentary, in an, an instantaneous... Processing of shock, fear, and rage. Mira says, show me. And the the
0: gem springs to life and a blue light hologram shoots up into a sort of a a three-dimensional image space about the size of like a basketball or so. And... You see a face that you can only assume is Meshkenet. Her face is gaunt. Her teeth are bony, pulled back from barely their gums. She is wrapped in fine gauze. And then she has this incredible radiant headdress coming off that fans out from her face. Hello, daughters of the oasis You are exceptionally hard to find, and I applaud your success in making it all the way to Peranu. You are infinitely more resourceful little rodents than I ever gave you credit for. I was very fond of Daruka. And I will miss him. But at least you left me Nikumba. Oh, he ran. Or he tried to. But he didn't get far. My bond to him made it impossible for him to hide. You really should have killed him. The image changes to Nekumba and he is shackled To a wall of a dungeon by one arm. And he's just hanging there looking ragged and wasted. He is mine. He belongs to me. And we will continue. And he will continue to serve me. One way or another. She breathes. And collects herself. But. Perhaps we should talk about what is Yours. And the image changes to show Tomlin hanging from a similar dungeon wall by both arms, looking utterly miserable. Such a charming gentleman. So kind. So loyal. So weak. The image zooms in on Tomlin. He's just muttering. I'm so sorry, Mira. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's shaking his head and he sort of falls asleep. Unlike Nkumba, he is of no value to me. But you are. I suggest you return to Purbestet immediately. Surrender yourself and those marvelous figs to me, and I'll release your little gentleman. I'll even ensure that he's healed up and delivered back to his home in Nuria, and I will never trouble him again. If you don't, well, then perhaps I can find a way to make him valuable to me for all time. And believe me, there are many forms of undeath that are truly miserable, and I know each and every one. If you don't come to me, your little man will suffer under my yoke for ever. And with that the hologram fades back, uh, or the light retracts back into the gem. There's a little poof and the light of the gem flashes and goes away and the gem sort of just cracks.